I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsbeer. We're going to be talking about a stimulus package, the fourth such package to be proposed in the United States Congress since you and I have begun our fight against this coronavirus. It was just yesterday that Speaker Nancy Pelosi explained the premise of this measure, the HEROES Act, and some of the various stipulations it includes. Here she is explaining that in her own words. The HEROES Act focuses on three pillars, opening our economy safely and soon, honoring our heroes, and then putting much-needed money into the pockets of the American people. Now, there were some pretty strong reactions to that by Republicans not long after it was released, not long after it was announced, including a tweet which came from uh, Leader Kevin McCarthy. He says, House Democrats just released an 1,800-page liberal wish list that was crafted behind closed doors and includes bailouts for blue states and giveaways for billionaires. This spectacle has no chance of becoming law. What a waste of taxpayer time. Those are the words via Twitter to come from Kevin McCarthy. Now turning to Utah, Utah's own Congressman Chris Stewart had the following to say via Twitter. He said very simply, Speaker Pelosi's $3 trillion wish list has nothing to do with the coronavirus. It's about changing our country into a socialist disaster. Speaker Pelosi yesterday responded to some of these criticisms. Here's what she had to say. There are those who said, let's just pause. But the families who are suffering know that hunger doesn't take a pause, the rent doesn't take a pause, the bills don't take a pause, the hardship of losing a job or tragically losing a loved one doesn't take a pause. All right, so that's what's playing out. Some of the features included in this, uh, there's a trillion dollars in this package for relief for state and local governments. There's a second round of direct payments of $1,200 per person. You remember when that money showed up in your bank account a few weeks ago? Well, Speaker Pelosi would like to deliver some more money. $6,000 limit per household, plus uh, $200 billion in hazard pay for essential workers, some of those folks who faced uh, heightened health risks during this crisis, and a number of other tranches of money for uh, other areas, including a 15% increase in the maximum benefit for those uh, receiving supplemental nutrition assistance uh, money. That's the SNAP program. Anyway, to to get some perspective on this and some local attitude, uh, I have invited to the program Representative Ben McAdams, a Democrat himself, to talk about uh, his reaction to this and uh, talk through uh, what he might feel the the likelihood of this passing uh, Congress may be. Uh, Congressman McAdams, sir, grateful to you for your time. How are you doing? Good, Lee. Great. Thanks for having me back on. I was just thinking the last time I was on here, I was just recently released from the hospital, so it's good to be back and to be healthy. You were sporting that rugged beard. How's that going? The beard's still looking good, although I think uh, I think my wife is persuading me to shave it, so it'll it'll probably be gone soon. But I still got it. Well, it's a good look for you. Let me ask you this: You hear about this new 1,800-page proposal from Speaker Pelosi uh, and all that it includes. What are your initial thoughts? 
Well, you know, first of all, I don't want to make a decision on anything that I haven't read. So I saw the tweets from uh, from Kevin McCarthy. I've seen tweets from, from people on both sides of this issue. And I thought, I really need to make a decision after looking at the legislation itself, seeing what's in there. And I'll tell you, there, there are some things in there that I think are good, but there are also some things that, that really concern me. And uh, at the top of that list is the fact that it is partisan. We Nothing is going to pass. The Congress and be signed by the president unless Republicans and Democrats can sit down like adults and work through a proposal that uh, that is for the good of the country. And look, we are in scary times economically. There are a lot of families that are and households that are feeling a lot of hardship and, and pain right now. Uh, certainly, you know, the virus has hit, hit has hit some, but the economic hardship I think is affecting everyone, some harder than others. And this is not a time for for partisan rhetoric from Democrats, from Nancy Pelosi, or from Republicans. I think it's a time to sit down and remember that we're all Americans, and, uh, and we should do what, what we need to do to get this country back on the right track financially. And who cares if it's good for Republicans or Democrats? Let's do what's right for the country and move forward. So I've, I've, I haven't finished going through the bill yet. I'm gonna, I'll finish it certainly before I vote on it. But uh, as I've looked at it right now, I have seen some things that I like, some things that I've been pushing for but a lot of things that concern me as well. And so I have to say, at this point, um, weighing it right now, I'm probably leaning towards voting no on this bill. Fascinating. When do, you, when do you expect a vote to be called on this bill? Yeah, so the vote is going to happen on Friday. So we will, I'll be flying out to Washington. I'm here in Utah right now. I'll be flying out to Washington on Thursday, as, as will uh, most members of Congress. Uh, the vote, you know, we used to be able to do a vote in 10, 15 minutes, but now because of social distancing, they spread it out. So they'll have the A through C go in during a 20-minute period, and, and they'll just spread you out based on your last name. So it's going to take most of the day on Friday uh, for the votes to happen. But, um, yeah, we'll be there on Friday this week to vote for the bill. As a nerd uh, for procedure like this, this will be and will remain forever a fascinating historical footnote, uh, the way that you and your colleagues uh, have uh, addressed the need to maintain social distancing, to break them up, uh, to break things up into yeah. groups alphabetically. Absolutely fascinating for geeks like me who, who pay so much attention to congressional uh, procedure and process like that. Yeah. Let me ask you another question about uh, these 1,800 pages. You're voting on this Friday. You just got the language, uh, likely just yesterday. How do you get through 1,800 pages? And this isn't a gotcha. I genuinely want to know. I know that staff is heavily relied upon. How do you get to a point where you can satisfactorily vote on something of this magnitude? Yeah, I mean, I'm going through it myself. I think first and foremost, it's on me. I was the one who was elected. But I also am tasking my staff. Sometimes you can read it and, and really what it means and having that sink in, it, it takes some time. So I've got, you know, my staff looking at the healthcare provisions, looking at the economic provisions, the business provisions, and, and all of those things, and then talking to other members of Congress, Republicans and Democrats. We've had really nonstop conference calls, video conferences yesterday and today, having uh, people walk us through that. Many of the pieces of, of, of the bill aren't new. These are pieces of legislation that may have been out there for a while, so they are things that I'm familiar with. And and it's, you know, concepts that I'm familiar with that are, are tucked into this bill. And, you know, it, it, that's a balance because you do want legislation that has been aired publicly and been through a committee process. And so there's some benefit in that. But I really feel strongly that in the midst of this crisis, this is not a time to settle scores on other pieces of legislation you want to have passed that's unrelated to the epidemic. And I see some of that in here, some things that aren't aren't directly related to the coronavirus. You know, people will make the case about how it's related, but, but I think uh, in some cases it's a stretch. And so 
Uh, I think this needs to be, you know, whether you support X or Y piece of legislation or not, this bill should be narrowly focused on what we need to do to support our country, to help our country get back on its feet after being hit so hard by this uh, this pandemic and the economic consequences of that. And so, you know, I, I, we're working through it. Um, like I said, there's some things in there I like, some things that I like that uh, just shouldn't be in the bill, even though I like them. This isn't the time or place to do that. Other things that are directly related to the virus I like, but but, you know, it's a big bill. It's 1,800, uh, 1800 pages. And so, you know, uh, you, sometimes you have to uh, look at the whole package. And as I'm looking at the yeah. whole package, even though there are things that I like and I hope will become law and be signed by the president and have bipartisan support, uh, you know, some other things that are in there are just a bitter pill to swallow. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm leaning toward voting against my party and against Pelosi on this one because I'm, I'm not sure that it's good for Utah and good for the country. We'll leave it at that. Congressman Ben McAdams sharing his thoughts on uh, the HEROES Act, introduced just yesterday by Speaker Pelosi, a fourth stimulus package to address the economic impact uh, that you and I have sustained as a result of our battle against this coronavirus. Uh, My thanks to the congressman. A quick break. When we come back, my guest will be Boyd Matheson. You know him from these airwaves. Inside Sources host, of course, an opinion editor of the Deseret News, also the former chief of staff to Utah Senator Mike Lee, who right now is in the midst of a vote to amend the FISA courts. There's legislation at hand, which he feels very strongly about. We'll speak to Mike Lee's former chief of staff next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.